Hi, and thanks for tuning in to My Adventures at Home Brewing. I'm Dan Matthews, and come along with me as we talk about things for new home brewers, from gadgets to how we got started to, I don't know, all the mistakes we make along the way. So come along for the ride and have a beer or two along the way. Hi, and thanks for coming back. Uh, it's great to have everybody back. So uh, a couple of quick things. Uh, just so you know, uh, believe it or not, I was interviewed on a uh, podcast uh, just yesterday with uh, Coulter Wilson from uh, Homebrewing DIY. So it should be interesting to see how it all turns out. I was very excited. And uh, I'm looking at having Coulter come on the show uh, for us and uh, talk a little bit about but what it was like when he uh, first started out and uh, and things like that. Uh, thanks to everyone who has come over to my Instagram page and also my Facebook page and, and liked it and has liked a few posts here and there. Uh, your support is greatly appreciated. And I've also started a Patreon page. So if you're interested in helping us out and making a donation going towards helping fund the show, that'd be great. If not, no harm, no foul. Uh, we're all here for a good time and a few beers along the way. So now on to the show. So thanks for coming back. Um, so this week's episode, uh, we're going to talk a little about uh, books and, and references and things like that that people use to uh, get into making a, a beer at home. So when I started thinking about getting back into making beer at home or home brewing, uh, I found that I was doing a lot of reading. And I also found there was like a lot of books that I wanted to buy. Then there was a few books that I did buy that I found very uh, invaluable to uh, me in the brewing process and also helping me gear me to where I wanted to uh, be looking at for beer and also for what I want to be looking at for types of equipment I want to be using. So, uh, when I first started out, uh, there were, uh, some books that, uh, there's a series of books that I really, uh, liked and they're simple, uh, titles. One's hops, one's yeast, and, uh, one's malt. Uh, there's another one for water. That, that one was a little more, technical than I was really, really willing to delve into. But uh, I do have friends who do have that book and they say it is invaluable when you want to start working out your water chemistry and where you should be looking and what you should look at, how you go about testing it, where you can send it to be tested and things like that. The one book that I found uh, to be one of the coolest ones out there because I'm a bit of a history buff is the one on hops because there it tells you from where they started out in Europe and how they progressed all across Europe and over into North America. And they talk to you about the alpha acids, then the beta, beta acids and things like that. And what, what can happen to them if they're not dried properly, how you go about growing them, what kind of a environment does what to them and, and whatnot. And it's a really good book. But that's just on one topic. There's a couple of other books that I went and got, and one was just for fun. Uh, it's the Beer Geeks Handbook. And in that one, it kind of tells you roughly about the difference between a beer snob and a beer geek. 
Uh, I consider myself to be kind of in the middle between a beer geek and a beer snob. Uh, I don't get me wrong. I I enjoy beer. And anyone asks me a question about beer, I'm willing to, to bend their ear and tell them whatever I know. But not everyone wants to go into that kind of detail. So the beer geek is basically, it tells you a little about styles. It tells you about their the the founding fathers so with people like uh, garrett oliver uh the the founder of dogfish head uh it talks to you about the guys from russian river the alchemist and things like that those in my opinion uh are some of the the best brewers out there uh don't get me wrong here in canada we have some killer brewers but before the scene i think got really big here for craft beer it was huge in the states. It was, and these are the guys that actually did a lot of the footwork to help get it out and rolling. So, the Beer Geeks Handbook is actually a kind of a cool book. It's it's uh, written by. It is written by Patrick Dawson and illustrated by Greg. Uh, I hope I say this right, Cat Kalitzel, and it's it's really cool. And there's a little, a couple of cool things along the way. Like there's a little test to see where you are as a beer geek. Uh, ideal beers. It tells you what the mouthfeel should be like. Uh, it tells you about the aroma, uh, complexities, uh, rarities, and things like that. And it goes and talks about the glasses, uh, the culture of beer, uh, and things like that. So it's an actually pretty cool thing. Um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to delve too much into this one book. Uh, I mean, I probably could because I think it's it's an awesome book. Very, 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 very cool book. Uh, two of the other books I I seem to be using a lot. One just because it, it helps to uh, understand what certain terminologies are and things like that. And one is the the home brewers. Uh, it's the home. Sorry, it is the homebrew beer book, and it's a step-by-step guide. It has uh, roughly it tells you uh, about uh, the setup, the cleaning, and fermentation, and what to expect and how to go about it. And it also gives you a bunch of really cool recipes along the way to try. And the other one is the uh, craft beer recipe and preparation book, which was actually my second book I ever bought. And going through it, it, I admit, it was a little intimidating because going through it, it was talking about things like uh, DME or dry malt extract. It was talking about LME or liquid malt extract. Uh, it was also looking at uh, all grain brewing and things like that. So there was a lot in there to try and comprehend. And as a new brewer, you get floored right away trying to figure it out. That's why I like these books, because if there was any concern about it along the way, there's a glossary in there somewhere. And you can go and you can check out the glossary, and you can figure out if you don't understand what the explanation is uh, in the references when you're actually reading through, or what it is in the glossary, or what it is meant to say. And it helps understand where your process, where in your process, these things are supposed to take place. So for me, um, 
I'm a little spoiled. I'll admit that I get to work in a really cool craft brewery, uh, which is about five minutes from where I live. So I got a little bit more insight into things like sanitation, uh, the milling process, how it should, how fine a crush this should be on, on the grain. But in reading the books, I got to understand what, why you had to do these things and what the effect if you don't do them properly is i now i know that if i don't crush the grain to a certain standard consistently um, my beer is not going to be the greatest i i also saw if i don't sanitize or clean my gear properly there's going to be a really nasty funk in there um and so forth and so on i mean I could really go on and on and on about these books, but it's hard to just delve into just one or two or three or four and not get totally wrapped up in them. One book I found, and then this is a beer, a book I got from my family for, I believe it was either my birthday or over the holidays. It's called the beer Bible. And inside that book, there's, possibly every style of beer or type of beer in there its region location who makes it and what to expect from it i have found that book to be totally cool when trying to research styles of beer that i want to try and make and have a rough idea what it should taste like and go from there so i am pretty impressed but if you want to get into more books and things like that, you can go to your local library. You can research on them and things like that. You can go to Amazon and you can find the digital versions and download them and uh, and whatnot. Uh, don't get me wrong. The internet's a great thing and the internet is fantastic. Only problem with the internet is should you lose power or something goes berserk and you lose your computer, you lose all your data with books and writing stuff down. You have that all. Let me say that again. If the internet craps out, you lose everything in theory. Cause a lot of us now are using uh, brewing software and inside that brewing software, we keep notes and everything else. I know it's a little double, a little doubling the effort and whatnot, but I do have a tendency to write stuff down now and then enter it into the internet so I can share that with the guys online who are looking at my recipes and things like that through the software, software I use, which is Brewer's Friend, which I think is totally awesome. I did a lot of looking around for software, and this is what I, the one I found the easiest to use. Um, so if you want to get into the specifics of uh, the different types of stuff that you want to be using, then I would seriously say you need to look at the yeast, the, the malt, and the hops book. Uh, just give me a sec here. So these books are part of the uh, Brewing Elements series. Uh, there's one done by Stan Hermanis, 
which I actually got to meet Stan down in Montreal because there's a really cool uh, club down in Montreal called the Montrealers uh, who had him come in and talk about that. Uh, there is a book on malt by John Mallette, which is actually really a good read. So you get to understand what all the qualities and differences of different styles of malt, how they go about the actual malt, uh, malting process from uh uh, harvesting to the to roasting to germination to roasting again, and then there's the one uh, called yeast, uh, which is done by Chris White and Jamel uh, Zanishev, and that one I found I found I mean it's interesting and it's good to know how it, they go about promulgating different yeasts or what different yeasts do, but I found that one to be the more scientific out of them all, and to be a little bit of, of a harder read, but. Don't get me wrong. It is a fantastic book to have. So you understand when you go and looking at yeasts, uh, what you're going to be getting, what you want to be looking at, and um, what you kind of should expect uh, for uh, for activities, for flavor pro- profiles, what happens if it gets stressed, what happens if uh, it gets infected, it dies, it stalls, and what you can do to bring it back. It is a book well worth having. So those are my, like, those three last books I mentioned are kind of like my go-to books when I'm seriously looking at designing a recipe. The books I tend to go to when I just want a a recipe to try and to see how it's like before I even design it, uh, I'll go to my craft beer uh, recipe and preparation book or my uh, home brew beer book. And the one I tend to use a lot of is the one called Homebrew Beer. It has over 100 recipes in it from bitters, milds, and stouts, you name it. And I've been finding that these ones here, best by going through it. Here, I'll just open it up. And so it, it gives you a little bit of history on it. Uh, it gives you, oh my gosh, it gives you definitions of what, Malt extract brewing is what, uh, how to hone your skills, the brewing basics, uh, and then it gives you your introduction, a brief history, when it started, where it started, and where uh, how many gallons are actually sold in certain regions of the world, how many craft breweries are in certain parts of the world, and yeah, it is a, a really cool book. Um, the one thing that I really enjoyed about this book is that it, it explains everything in soldier-proof terms. What I mean by that is after being in the military, everything needs to be a little bit on the soldier-proof side, mainly because we have a tendency to break things. Um, with this book, it makes it soldier-proof in the sense that it is very easy to understand. It is a great reference. I hate to say it like this, but there's lots of pictures. <laughs> and so you have an idea what things should look like. Um, and I mean, this book, there's still things I'm learning in this book. Uh, there's like about the hops, about the grains, the different styles of yeasts, um, and going from there. Uh, there are some pretty cool ways on uh, uh, how to test things, how things should work. It even tells you roughly about, about herbs, flowers, fruits, and spices and how to add them properly into uh, your, your beer when you're brewing. A lot of times those things 
if you read your books, tell you to add them like for certain flowers and things like that, to add them right into the boil. Then there's other things you add if you're uh, adding like some, say some vanilla or fruit, whatever else that you add into uh, your fermenters. And sometimes you need to sterilize these things. Like if you're adding, like I've done uh, vanilla bean into a beer, you need to create a tincture, which is usually uh, vodka and you soak uh, whatever you're adding into it uh, for about 24 hours and then you add everything in it's gonna boost your alcohol content but it is <laughs> it is worth it down the line be, trust me because it does add a lot of flavor a lot of great aroma and it's some if you do it right it enhances your beer beyond belief um if you're doing other things, um, say like you're adding in concentrates and things like that, the book will also tell you that as well. So all in all, when you're looking for your books, you need to find the book. And I'd say go to your library, see if they have, usually libraries have a wealth of knowledge. Go to a local library, see what it's like, see what you can find on homebrewing, and go from there. Find the books that best suit you. And that's one thing I had to find is that I had to find books that suited me. So when I started reading them, they wouldn't lose my interest. Uh, I was It was easy just to take a few notes here and there. The cool thing when they're your books is that you can actually write in the book so you know what's going on, what you liked, what you didn't like, uh, and go from there. The coolest thing about books is, is that you can also share them. It's a lot easier than showing up, sharing a web link because sometimes those web links die uh, or that site doesn't exist anymore, but books last forever. And books are really usually fairly easy to find if you're looking at buying them to add to your library. Because if you go onto Amazon, you go on to, uh, for, for those of us here in Canada, if you go to Indigo Books or Chapters online, you can find a lot of stuff. Uh, for for those of you, my friends in the states, if you go to I think it's Barnes and Nobles, uh, or wherever your local uh, bookstore is in the states, and search it out, they'll they can they'll should have it. If not, a lot of local bookstores, a lot of good bookstores, I should say, are willing to order the books for you and bring them in, and that makes a world of difference when you have something like that happen. So. Yeah, so that's about it for this week on this and on this episode of my adventures at homebrewing. So thanks a lot for coming out for the ride. I appreciate it. Uh, I hope to have Coulter Wilson from Homebrewing DIY on the show uh, probably next week. Uh, I'm hoping also to have Brian Huntley from uh, Short Circuit Breweries uh, on the show uh, and a few others along the way. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, and uh, it's greatly appreciated. Uh, if you can, go check me out on social media. Go check me out on Facebook on My Adventures in Homebrewing and Instagram. Uh, check out the Patreon page as well. And yeah, so if you have a chance, also leave a review or two on these sites or on your or wherever you're listening to this podcast, leave them a review. They actually do help me a lot in developing my show, what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong, what can be changed, what can be fixed, and go from there. So thanks a lot, and uh, hope to see you next time uh, on my adventures at home brewing, and uh, come along for the ride with a beer or two. Cheers.